Yeah, okay, guys, we're back. Um, you might hear some snorting and stuff in the background. That's Kona. It's his last day, so he's he's going to be on the podcast a little, making fucking sounds. We decided to start spooky season by turning our dog into a ghost. Very stoked about that. Um, yeah, it's uh, I'm drinking today just a fucking... Pacific Cooler Capri Sun. No booze. It's sober October. And I know some of you are like, oh, is he is he recording this on the first and then dropping it on the eighth? No, it's the fucking fourth. But I don't start by your fucking rules, you piece of shit. I do sober October whenever I want. If I can't make the whole month, I can't make the whole fucking month. You fucking one percenter piece of shit looking down on us alcoholics. That's rude. We have a disease and you look down on us. From your purchase of, I'm healthy and cannot drink for a whole month. You're really just privileged. You're just privileged assholes. If I'm being completely honest. Uh, Let's see, what else is going on? I don't know. This is hard. This is tough. This is actually work now. Sitting here, fucking pissed off. Fucking sober at four o'clock it's gay it's some gay ass shit huh I kind of wish like I was still in high school when you went drink and everyone would call you a faggot no one wanted to do sober October back then and you could say the word faggot and retard it was great it was a great time in American history and now you're you're sitting here drinking a Capri Sun with a afro wig on for no fucking reason just cause you like to feel hood and you see a little bit of your reflection in the computer screen and there's just death in your eyes realizing how horrible sober life is uh but yeah went on a fucking bender last night at Kill Tony fucking bender bro and I was so pissed so last week there was this dude with like goofy hair super Jewish and he went up there and was just quiet because he looks like a fucking psychopath and everyone just looked, laughed at how stupid he looks and that's how he spent the minute I think that episode comes out next week so you can watch it if you want I don't know why you would but he spent the whole minute just like standing there like a fucking douche bagel then the interview portion came and everyone's like oh we loved it we loved it that was so cool that you were just fucking annoying um, which gay, and then he like didn't even say anything in the interview. So then last night they gave him another spot. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna let him actually do jokes this time," and he fucking bombed. And his interview was weird. And they still gave him secret show, which is pretty fucking annoying. Um, but I guess I keep going back. And now next Monday I have to go back fucking sober. So that's gonna make me want to blow my fucking brains out. Uh, one day I'll get on. One of my boys, oh shit. So there's this guy who I'm not a huge fan of. And I'm never very nice to him. I mean, I'm not nice to anyone. But, like, I kind of just ignore this motherfucker. And his friend was in town. And it's a guy I know from back in LA. And I saw him. I go, yo, what up, man? I was being so nice with him and so chill. And his guy one was like, holy shit. Zach can be nice? I've never seen him be nice. What? 
oh, he must really fucking hate me if he's this nice to my buddy. Um, and I do. That's true. I hate everyone. I'm full of hate. I think everyone's starting to get that. I think all the comics understand that it's just an endless well of fucking hate in my heart. Uh, but it's good. It keeps you sharp. It helps you work through the alcohol that you've been poisoning your body with. Um, and miss so dearly right now. All I want is to hear the crack of a beer. Smell it, taste it, drink it. It's the best. It's what makes America, America. The fact that we could just get blackout drunk every day and still be the best country in the world. That we don't need naps in the middle of the day like fucking Spain. Or French who just don't work because they're all fucking poor people over there. They're like, oh, we have the Eiffel Tower and cheese. Come to France. Drink our fucking wine, you piece of shit. I fucking hate the French. God damn it. Now Lauren's texting me. She's here now. There's stuff on my walls now. I fucking hate it. Decorations fucking everywhere. It's a goddamn fucking nightmare. <sighs> Billy Eichner. I don't know if you guys know him. He does the Billy on the street interviews. Where he just yells at people. Which, great. I'm so... Thank you, Billy. You fucking flamer. Thank you for leading to a generation full of people that... When you walk down the street and are trying to fucking be left alone... They run up to you with your their phone in your face... Trying to do an interview. Because that's what America needs more. We need more man-on-the-street interviews. The only one that would be funny would be going to fucking homeless people. Like, hey, why are you a fucking loser bum? Why don't you get your fucking life together? That I would enjoy. Just someone harassing homeless people. Why can't you stop doing fentanyl? Probably getting stabbed a lot. Or shot, because they are black. Um, but that would be... Instead of interrupting people who are just trying to get through the day, just trying to finish their nine to five so they can go home and drink their fucking pain away, instead of bothering those people with Disney trivia or Marvel trivia or whatever fucking Harry Potter bullshit you're going to talk to them about, I saw a kid run up to like a 60 year old man. He's like, can I ask you Harry Potter questions? And the guy was like, get the fuck away from me. Which is what you should do. This is why I like America when America was America. That was a lot of words. Uh, when the old fucks would yell at people, it was awesome. I think we need more of that back. I'm hoping it changed my generation. I'm hoping this podcast changes a generation of men to go back to saying, don't have fucking emotions, be a man, and fucking shit on everyone around you. Throw lit cigarettes at your children so they learn a fucking lesson. What's the lesson? I don't know. Let them figure it out. There doesn't have to be a lesson. Life's fucking tough. I just hit you with a cigarette. Figure something out. Uh, but anyways, Billy Eichner had the movie Bros come out this weekend. What a horrible fucking name, by the way. It's like it's like you're trying to trick people into going to see... Like, when you think of the word bros, it's like dudes drinking beer. It's the Friday beers, guys. It's froth. Shit like that. Not two dudes endlessly butt-fucking each other and spreading monkeypox. Okay? That's not what I think of when I think of bros. I don't think of jail rape, but not in jail. Where they're just endlessly banging. And it's not even funny anymore. Like, it used to be like gay sex was like kind of funny. You're like, ha, 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 ha. Look at those homos. Now it's like everyone in the movie is like, 
oh, you're gay? Sorry, didn't, didn't mean to interrupt. I thought you guys were fighting. Like, the jokes they put in the trailer is, like, they're fighting, and some guys come and, like, break it up. They're, like, wrestling in the park, and then they just start making out, and the guys are like, oh, okay, guys. All right, enjoy that. Enjoy that boner going in your asshole. Like, even the bros in the movie, they're playing football. They don't They don't even be, go like, hey, you faggots. Like, where, where is that America? Can we stop with the pride parades then? If even in pop culture we know that no one is, like, attacking gay people anymore, if it would be, if it's so insane to have someone be like, you guys are fags, and, like, mean it and be angry, then maybe we don't need the pride parade anymore. Maybe we've done it. Maybe we've normalized gayness to the point that you guys are safe to wrestle in Central Park and make out. Well, safe isn't the right word because you're going to get monkeypox and or AIDS. Um, but yeah, so you can, you know, dick, play tummy sticks with each other in the middle of Central Park and no one beats you up. I think we've done it, guys. We don't need the parades. We don't need the Chase Bank changing their front logos all day with my fucking money. Fucking bitches charging me money to put up gay flags at Chase Bank, you motherfuckers. Uh, so anyways, Billy Eichner goes, we got such good reviews and no one's going to see our movie. We, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can't handle it. Why? Why is no one seeing our movie? And then three fucking tweets later, of course, it's it's because we're gay. No one likes us because we're gay. America's homophobic. You guys are... The whole movie is about how normalized gay relationships are in America nowadays. How there's gay clubs everywhere and everyone's chill with gays. Even Chick-fil-A goes to the Pulse nightclub shooting on a Sunday when they're always closed and brings these homos chicken and water and all the sauces they could want and blankets. They're sitting out there with a bullet hole in their leg monkey pox up their ass and Chick-fil-A's there being like here you go Polynesian sauce bro you're welcome enjoy the blanket no we don't want it back we, we don't need that blanket back you sick son of a bitch um, <laughs> there's no amount of Clorox and OxyClean to make that okay for us to touch again so it's just yours now enjoy um, but yeah so five years ago Chick-fil-A was helping the gays. I think we're we're past the Chick-fil-A in Florida, by the way. Chick-fil-A not not Chick-fil-A in New York or Chick-fil-A in Los Angeles. Chick-fil-A in Florida, which once you change Florida, we're we're done with it, right? When I walk down to Austin and see gay flags everywhere, we, we did it. Austin, Texas. Right? If Texas is like, hey, gay's okay, then we did it. So no, Billy, I don't think America's homophobic because you did a horrible trailer, a movie that has no fucking point, and has nothing to do with any of our lives. And if we talk about the gay experience as a straight man, you guys tell us we don't know what we're talking about. See, this is the fucking problem with you guys. Always bitching. You don't know what it's like to be black. You don't know what it's like to be Mexican. You don't know what it's like to be gay. You don't know... I know what it's like. Oh... Bullying? We don't understand bullying? Yeah, but it's bullying about our race. Okay. It's the same 
It's the same thing. It's the same result. It's uncomfortableness, it's sadness, it's whatever, but anger. <laughs> All emotions everyone has. White people don't have missing emotions. <sighs> Anyways. So yeah, so he says, if you didn't see your our movie, you're homophobic. All right, Billy. How many, how many straight movies do I have to sit you in? With your eyes glued open, like in fucking Clockwork Orange. How many of those movies to prove that you're not heterophobic? Huh? How many times am I going to have to force you to watch Matthew McConaughey tell the same stupid six jokes as he flirtingly fucks some blonde bimbo who's ten years younger than him? Because if you don't go see Bros with a horrible name and a horrible trailer and with seemingly no conflict... Literally, the trailer's like, they met, they kissed, they wrestled in the park, and then gave each other fucking monkeypox. Also, I don't think we're gay. After <laughs> Brokeback Mountain won Oscars, Philadelphia won Oscars 30 years ago, Rent won awards, I'm sure. It was people dying of AIDS. I'm sure they won awards. I'm not looking it up. I'm not doing research. <sighs> so that's... That's fun. It's fun that this is where we're at as a society now. With the, you have to think the way we think. You have to buy what we want you to buy, or else you're homophobic. Are we officially at the point that that word means nothing? Are we officially at the point where racist means nothing and homophobic? When you're a homophobe, for ne- this is a word that used to be used because we were beating gays to death. We were just, bah, 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 you homo, you done. That was a homophobe. That was the level. Like yelling faggot at them or queer, that fine. But the level was, oh, you beat him to death with your hands. You might, you might be a little homophobic there, Jed. You might have a bit of a problem with the homos. And now it's, oh, you didn't want to go spend 12 to $16 on a fucking ticket to go to an uncomfortable movie theater where the employees are trying not to kill themselves because they're making no fucking money and watch a two hour long fucking rom-com with two dudes you know why we watch the rom-coms it's to fuck our girlfriends you know what that doesn't get my girl hot watching two dudes slip dicks in each other's asshole that doesn't milk milk one Oscar sorry my brain's all over the place but yeah, two dudes tongue-fucking each other, eating out brown eyes, does not get her in the mood. And there's no tits. You know how they sell rom-coms? Hey, check out this girl with the huge knockers in the rain, no bra, and a white t-shirt on. You want to come watch that? Yeah, I do. And maybe halfway through the movie, your girl will blow you. Okay. I don't want to get blown to Billy Eichner fucking this guy in the ass. Right? And also, I do think that, like, this guy's probably too good looking for Billy Eichner. He's a tall, gangly, weird guy who screams a lot. No one wants that. I have to think good looking straight guys and good looking gay guys are the same. They don't put up with bullshit. The women just keep their fucking mouths shut. 
They open it for blowjobs. And the guy's like, ah, I'm too good looking. She started complaining about something. I'll just go find someone else. <sighs> now, I, now it comes to the debatable part of the show. If I want to share this story. I think I'm going to. Just because. So last night was my big... Give. Oh, also, if I say a joke on here and you text me about it, tell me what the joke was. I don't remember. I've done like 20 shows. I've probably done two podcasts since then. I don't fucking remember every minute of the 40 minutes that I'm blathering on here. And it's like a conversation. I'll remember more what someone else says in a conversation than what I said. So, give me more context. (laughs) Texting me at midnight when I'm blackout drunk. But anyways, there was this kid... So there's a lot of 20-year-olds in comedy. And so this kid was talking to us about the word faggot because one of my friends said it. And he goes, it's as bad as the N-word. And I go, first off, I'm not big on any of these, like, you can't say that word type stuff. I choose not to. I choose not because that's the... Once you put guidelines on it, once you're like, oh, no white guy can say this word, well, how do you know who the good white guy is then? Huh? If we're all told not to, like it used to be in like the old Western movies, like the one guy who didn't say the N-word, they're like, oh, he's cool. We could probably hang out with him. Everyone else keeps dropping it every two fucking seconds. But once it's like the rule of the land, it's just like, oh, there's no goodness in it. There's no like, oh, I'm being the moral person here. It's like being in San Francisco compared to like any normal place like buying groceries in Austin, Texas is just a normal thing people do it doesn't make me moral it doesn't make me a good person whereas in San Francisco buying it it's like oh you could have just stole this so thank you thank you so much for supporting my business and not just taking all of my shit or Chicago you could just steal anything you want oh that was fucking hilarious so my buddy He's a little Boston kid. He uh, got mugged for his laundry the other day. And he's a lib. So he he gets mugged. He tells us the story. And he's like, yeah, the guy had a bunch of tattoos. I hope he's on parole and gets thrown back in jail. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. In Boston and in Chicago, what he did to you is a night in jail and then you're out on bail. And there's... In Chicago, there's going to be no bail. It's just, you're out. Hope hope you show up to your court case. Hope you show up to your court day. Which, you know, the guys mugging people aren't the best guys. Probably don't keep the most on-time calendars. But that's that's how we fight crime nowadays. With hopes and dreams that people will show up and do the... That criminals will do the right thing and say, I do want to go to jail for a few years. That sounds nice. Um, so yeah, he got really mad at me. I was like, you know that your city is pushing to have what he did be basically not a crime or he just gets out the next day, no matter what, because even if you're on parole, you have to come back to your court case. I'm pretty sure they'll just let you walk and be like, all right, your course court dates this day for breaking your parole. But if you just don't show up, you're good. So anyways, one of my friends said faggot. Whatever, it's a great word. 
retard and faggot should never have been gone. Especially with how nice we are to the gays. We give them a whole month. We give them tons of money. We deal with their monkey pox. Um, and he goes, that's as bad as the N-word. And I was like, I don't think you realize what you're saying, bro. He's like, no, words like that and retard. And I was like, they're not all on the same. At least there is some history to the N-word. But I realized how fucking dumb these 20 years olds are. He basically gave me like this speech from Tropic Thunder that Robert Downey Jr. gives where he's like, that word's kept black people down for, you know, generations. And it's like, do you actually mean that? Like how he said it was such a weird way. I think he actually meant like the word. And I was like, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, do you think it was the word that kept them down? And not like, you know, chains and people with guns guarding them and like slavery being legal, shit like that. He's like, no, 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 the word's bad. I was like, so would you rather bring back like putting human beings in change and chains and doing forced labor instead of bringing back the N-word? And he said, yes. He was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So this is how, like, brainwashed these kids are. And, like, he's 20. Like, I could almost understand it from, like, a 16-year-old who's like, I'm a Z now, and I I believe I'm between genders. I, I identify with the snail emoji or what the fuck ever. Like, them, great. I could see it. But, like, and this is kind of what happens when you censor words just, like, blanketly. <laughs> First off, you get shitty... Yellowstone spinoffs where no one says the n-word and it's just super unrealistic um but you have people that believe like the black guys would have been down there just like chilling they'd be like oh yeah picking this cotton isn't as bad thank god no one's calling me the n-word today oh, I cut my hand again I'll keep going or else they're gonna whip me but at least at least they'll just whip me and not call me the fucking n-word like, they think it's, like, some magical word that, like, explodes in people's heads and, like, is worse than forced labor. <laughs> That's insane. Like, and I guess it's true. I guess in their world, they can wake up one day and be like, I'm a girl. And just everyone has to start calling him a girl. So the amount of power that words have in their world is just retardedly way too much. That's so... <laughs> this is where we're at. And I've told the story a hundred times. I'm not going to say the word. Let's, I'm going to replace it with clink. Which also should just be equally as racist when you know what it's replacing. Like if I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say the N-word. But I'm going to say, you know, pot. Potter. Instead of the N-word. And I call someone a dirty potter. Like they should know, oh. Like it has the same meaning. But yeah, I, I got in a fight with an Asian guy and I said, I'm going to kill you, you fucking clink. And people got more upset with me that I said the word than the fact that I just threatened to murder this person. I was like, I think he'd rather be called a clink than, and I'm not changing the word. I should just say it at this point. <laughs> I changed one letter. Uh, <laughs> but I think he'd rather be, like, alive and have been called that than murdered. So, the fact that everyone's like, oh, you can't say that, man. I was like, what, I can't threaten to kill him? No, no, you can't say clink. It's a, very offensive, very offensive. 
Um, so I do think I think we've like jumped the shark, and now I like I don't I don't think Harry Potter would work anymore. I think we'd actually think, no, oh, it's magic. Look at the <laughs> like words are magic, man. Words are they're gonna be like Aaron Rodgers. Words are spells and spells and the, whatever the fuck he was saying on Pat McAfee. That was insane. I cannot wait for today's episode. I want to hear his explanation for that Patriots game, which was atrocious. I'm hoping that he was just like overthrowing guys being like, that's where you have to be. You guys are fucking up on the line or you're fucking up here or fucking up there. And like, I'm teaching you luckily against the shit team that we beat, but I'm teaching you like how to play Packers football and why you should listen to me instead of thinking, you know what you're doing. Um, I did like seeing him be aggressive though. So yeah, I think we should just go. Oh, and Fat Joe had to come out and be like, "I'm trying so hard not to say the N word." It's fucking hilarious. Why well, you know, I'm trying, guys? I try, dude. It's a fucking word. He grew up. I grew up saying it. Everyone called me it. Oh, it's like, first off, just no one say it. Just no, like, make it like WAP, where people are like, "What? What's a WAP? I don't know." They think it's a wet ass pussy. Not a dirty Dago fucking grease ball. So, if you just get rid of it and stop... Like, people will forget. And it is one of those, like... It's very weird that it's, like, the one word where it's, like... It could be something nice or something horrible. Like, you don't see Down Syndrome people be like... Yo, that's my retard. Like, they just don't... We don't do it. So, yeah. I know everyone's gonna be like... You don't understand. You don't don't get it, whitey. But also, go fuck yourself. Because I don't care. I don't, and as I've always said, you're giving, making it like a sacred cow is giving white, like bad white people the power because they can basically control your anger and emotions by using that word. Anyways, yeah, that's why I debated even telling that story and going on the speech about it because that's going to be fun to be played back to me 10 years from now. It would, it would have been more fun if I was drunk, I'll tell you that. The word definitely probably would have slipped out once or twice. Um, speaking of that, SNL sucks. I like that every news article is like, SNL's back. And I, uh, Casey, a girl from uh, Austin, just became a writer there. So good, good for you. Not trying to take away from you. Good job. That's very impressive. I'm happy they gave you a job and didn't just steal your writing packet and your sketches and use them. Um, but they're like, oh, real SNL's back. They're finally going to be funny again. And the first sketch was like the Manning cast making fun of SNL. And that was great. And then the rest of the show was just boring bullshit, liberal propaganda again. So I'm like, oh, they're not back. And I was like, kind of hoping I was like, maybe they'll like, I was hoping maybe like Kate McKinnon had like a gun to their head. She's like, I'm a fucking dyke. If you guys say anything nice about Trump on here, I'm going to fucking blow everyone's fucking brains out. Would you think this last election would have taught them? Like, what, 80 million people voted for Trump. That's 80 million people that would watch your show if you did anything to make fun of Joe Biden, but you fucking don't. You're all just fucking pussies. Okay. That's good. I think we did good. Good Good talking today, guys. Uh, I had one more story. What, what was it? The doctor that cleared Tua to play in that game is fired and they're saying it's not because of that but it is like I'm like well it's obviously because of that it's obviously because 
Because he wouldn't have been looking into him again. They're like, no, he was being a dick while we were looking into him. He was basically being like a smart ass to the NFL, which I love. He's like, how about, hey, Goodell, are you a doctor? Go fuck yourself. Which I wonder where doctors get this attitude. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think Fauci and us yelling, you have to trust the science, believe all doctors? You think that might make them a little more, you know, the guys who went to school for eight years weren't arrogant enough already. The, the movie How, or the TV show House making an arrogant asshole doctor the coolest guy in the room didn't make him arrogant enough. You needed two years of people screaming, trust doctors, trust the science. Ugh. So annoying. So fucking annoying. <laughs> so yeah, so he was a cunt and they fired him, which, hilarious. Also, two was hilarious. Uh, and technically he could play next week, which would be the greatest let's do it let's kill this poor kid so his career goes fucking nowhere um there was something else i wanted to talk about i can't fucking remember was there oh rings of power is still fucking horrible their most recent episode has galadriel basically being neo from the matrix she's doing like rodeo clown tricks off her horse to avoid arrows it's so bad it's so so bad and it ends, so it turns out what the bad guys were doing, like the orcs were digging tunnels, and the point was they were digging tunnels to like Mordor or to Mount Doom, and they were going to release water so it could get to Mount Doom and blow up, but like and this is indicative of how stupid the whole series is, so what happened was the men built a giant tower that would release all the water in this lake, but didn't build the tunnel. Like, didn't build the tunnel systems that would lead the lake water to Mount Dune. And, like, they could have just done it over land. They could have just built, like, a river that would go into the bottom of Mount Dune, but no, they didn't do that. Um, They instead made this very intricate system that (laughs) I assume would have taken much longer than just digging a trench from this huge lake to the mountain. Uh, okay. Then they built a magical sword that can't be broken, but also only becomes a full sword when it drinks the blood out of people. And then that's the key to turn on the, the mountain system. So I guess Sauron had a plan of eventually building those tunnels and just never got to it and it's and then was like oh, I have to make this super secret magic key that drinks human blood to work what that was the most ridiculous ending ever the most retarded ending to a show I, I was like this was the plot like what was this lake machine originally for something else or just this What what was going on and then, of course, everyone gets hit. Like, all the main characters in the show are in this village, and they all get hit by lava. So, are they all dead? What's what's happening here? And the people are randomly, like, the Hellbrand guy shows up, and they're like, oh, this is our king. Cool. And they all just are like, king, hey, king. It's like, who's this random guy? Why do you think he's the king? Because he has a pouch? It's... The show is way off the rails. 
I'm so happy I get to start House of Dragon soon. Because this show fucking blows. Cannot stand it. Hope they cancel season two, even though they're starting production on it today. Um, oh, and that's a, Kanye West and Candace Owens. Kanye West is dropping his new line of clothes. And him and Candace Owens wore White Lives Matter shirt. Which is just to piss people off, right? It's just, we want to piss off the liberal left. So this is what we're doing. Which is hilarious, but also, Civil War, let's go. If you would have told me two years, like, before COVID, that that was what was, like, can't, far-right Candace Odin's and Kanye West were going to wear White Lives Matter t-shirts, if you told me that two years ago, before BLM and everything, I would have been like, the fuck are you on? I, I, I'm honestly starting to believe there are people from the future that come back here. Because if we continue this trajectory, like these homeless people that are like, I'm from the future, I saw Kanye West wearing a white life's hat, and everyone would be like, you're fucking a crackhead. And here we are. The most crazy ramblings of a fentanyled out homeless guy is now just day-to-day life in America. That's how crazy the libs have made America. With all their fucking bullshit, with all their burning down cities and fuck all. It's funny, too. I was, like, a disappointment to my family. Like, it's like, oh, he's doing comedy, and he does a podcast that only people in Sweden and Singapore listen to. And he yells about the N-word. But, like, now, like, over the last few years, society has gotten so out of control. I think if I just go Buddhist and do nothing, we'll be like, oh, thank God. Like, ah, yeah, he does comedy, but at least he hasn't cut his dick off and pretended to be a woman all day. Yeah, he does a podcast, but at least he didn't burn down a city for black people somehow. Somehow helped black people when he burnt down that city. Thank God he didn't do that. You guys are making, like, the bar for success so low that even I, a fucking snake in the grass, can slither over it. Okay, guys, you have a good week. I'm going to try and stay sober for at least a full day. Sober October may end soon. All right, see you guys.